Even back home years ago, when we were first hanging out together, he'd know if the quarterback was on coke. Columbia for 20 if his months. girlfriend was knocked up, 20 times on Columbia. he'd get the wing velocity so he could judge the field goals. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? He'd be working on this shit day and night. There was nothing about a game he was going to bet that he didn't know. He's got down at six. Got me down at Season after season, the prick was the only guaranteed winner I ever knew. But he was so serious about it all that I don't think he ever enjoyed himself. All right, degenerates, here he comes, the $100 man with the $1,000 plan from Orno to Ames to Scottsdale. All your big money dreams. Stay in play with Tiny Nick. I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. It is Thursday, January 12th, and we are finally back with another episode of Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. With me today is most of the A-team minus Dylan Thomas, but who cares? Peppy on production. Guys, it's the start of a new year for us for Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. Pear, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling ready for the playoffs. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fun time, fun time for everyone. I'm assuming there's a, a good day in history being January is a big sports month. Like I said, Dylan's not here. So, Pear, why don't you give it to us? Yeah, we all miss Dylan and his historical factoids. Um, I'm sorry that he chose to go forge checks with George Santos this week instead of being with us. <laughs> uh, Warren Ortega, call your office. But uh, we had some good history uh, this week. Um, yesterday was a big day in history. Um, Des caught it. I think um, that was in 2014, but uh, he maybe, did in fact catch it. Yes. Maybe even a more important uh, 30 year anniversary coming up. Not technically this week. It's next Tuesday, uh, but it might not be as relevant by then uh, because January 17th, 1993 is the last time the Dallas Cowboys won a road playoff game, defeating the 49ers 30 to 20 to advance to the Super Bowl. Well, there you have it. Now, I will start the show off by saying I am dealing with a little bit of a sickness, which should be interesting because tonight I'm supposed to be on Sports Grid, so going to have to figure it out for that, but feeling a little foggy, and if my voice sounds off, that is why. Ethan, we just got back from a, a, a trip of a lifetime. How are you? Who is it a bad day for? You've had a couple weeks to build up here. Excited to hear it. Oh, you having a bad day? Well, it was a bad day for a couple people. First off, a bad day for Gingers in Texas. My God, Georgia looked like Michael Jackson out there enjoying a long gander at the anus of Max Duggan and the rest of his bullhorn frogs. <laughs> a complete butt-fucking of 65-7 for the Bulldogs <laughs> as they complete the rare back-to-back -back championship. The largest deficit in bowl history, which furthers the need for the 12-team playoff and means that the real national championship was decided by one of the funniest missed field goals of all time. Jesus Christ, Ohio State kicker, what the fuck was that? And let us not forget that a guy in the same high school graduating class of Pear was behind center for Georgia. <laughs> today, He's making me feel young again. And that today he was back at work at Raising Canes. Congrats, Stetson, as if your name wasn't stupid enough. 
<laughs> you managed to be the oldest man to fuck a bullfrog since that princess that totally kissed the wrong frog. <laughs> and it was a bad day for music thieves. Illegally putting copyrighted music and movie clips into your creative work is frowned upon because, you know, I had a bad day. But when it comes to Marjorie Taylor Greene and her social media obsession with Still Dre, it appears Mr. Andre Young is not as pleased with her theft and has sent legal action stating Mr. Young has not and will never grant you permission to broadcast any of his music. Well, get in line, lady. I've been trying to put up my own video of Pep getting trolled on Twitter to the song of Still Dre on YouTube for two years, and it still gets taken down every 30 minutes. Join the club. And lastly, it was a bad day for gas stoves. Well, it turns out gas stoves are a real hot-button issue in Washington these days. Uh-huh. I hope you like that play on words, pair, you liberal cuck. You can take my gas stove Zinger. over my dead body. My brain cells are going to weaken? Please, I could live in a mansion of glass stoves and still not be as dumb as your cuck ass. Good riddance to the electric and convention stoves, because I'm all in on gas, baby. Well... It was also a bad day for me who uh, got trolled my whole show by Psy while I was gone. So anybody that is upset that I am back, I apologize. But we are back and we are better than ever, which means it is time to get into some football. Pair, I couldn't be more excited to get into this weekend of football for obvious reasons. Both of our teams are still alive. But before we get into that, why don't you tell everybody who your Super Bowl pick is going into the playoffs and is it still the Philadelphia Eagles, like you said, preseason? Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Well, uh, do you want to get out of that bet? I mean, I'll offer you an opportunity right here, Ooh. right now, on the podcast to back out of your back tat. All right, what's the, what's the opportunity? You just have to admit that I was right. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm good looking. I'm young at heart and vibrant. And you were wrong about the Eagles. That's all you got to do. And then you can avoid ever having to get a gigantic eagle tattooed from your ass crack up to your shoulder blades. <laughs> That's how long all you're asking how for, long do I, How long do I have to think about this? <laughs> you have until right now. Fuck. Let me, let me at least uh, ponder it during the show here for... Uh, Not even monetary compensation pair? <laughs> for a few minutes. I was just going you know, to try to buy him out if it actually happened. That was my that was my initial plan here, but this is even better. So uh, I'm most likely going to accept pair. The only thing is the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, which means the Eagles won't make it. So it is tough for me not to take that $200 from you still. But uh, Dakota Rain in this bitch. So pair, we'll talk about this in a minute. Give us your Super Bowl pick, and uh, let's go around the horn here uh, really quick. Pep, when we get to you, you have four seconds. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals, honestly. Um, I think they have the Chiefs number. We've seen that for the past couple of years. And what are the Bengals coming in at? Bengals are plus five, plus 750 right now to win the Super Bowl. Seven and a half, seven and a half to one with Joe Burrow on the scorcher that he's been on. That's yep. a pretty good. That's a pretty good bet pair. Yeah, I mean the the AFC is probably weaker than than it looks, especially uh, for a Bengals team that's pissed off. Uh, the NFC is not that strong. We know that, and you get to the Super Bowl plus seven fifty in your pocket is a is a great opportunity to hedge or catch a middle. Now, Ethan, 
I have a feeling you're going to be on the same side on this one as I am. I'm rolling with the Chiefs, but if I'm not rolling with the Chiefs, I'm rolling with Joe Burrow. I'm taking one of those two teams. Whoever comes out of the AFC, in my opinion, is going to win the Super Bowl, even if it's Buffalo, because Buffalo is capable of doing it if Josh Allen gets hot. Pat Mahomes is the young goat. We talk about it all the time. Has Joe Burrow done enough to, to leap him in your mind, or are you still taking the Chiefs throughout the AFC and the Super Bowl? I mean, I have I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I have their Super Bowl odds preseason. But if I'm betting to win the Super Bowl right now at the current odds, I think the Bengals at 750 or 800 is just your best value. I don't think that they're three. They should be, you know, three times the odds of the Bills or the Chiefs. That doesn't make any sense to me. The Bengals have the Chiefs number and it's a coin flip game with the Bills who haven't looked like the juggernaut they maybe could have been. So the best value to me is on the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, who's so comfortable playing on the road. No, and this is a, a, a betting podcast. So obviously I do appreciate you bringing up value, but who's going to win the Super Bowl, Ethan? Well, the Chiefs. And, and that's that's what's tough. It's, it's really tough for me to not take Pat Mahomes in any game, but I'm going to probably take a, a a card out of what you just said. And I'm, I'm going to bet on the chiefs individually in individual games, as opposed to taking them to win the super bowl, because the value is so much higher. If they win those, you know, if, if they win out anyways, pair, what, what do you think? What is the comparison here for, for people at home to take the chiefs each game, even money line, as opposed to the value that you would get on a, on a plus, you know, three fifty or whatever the chiefs are coming in at right now in front of you, Ethan. I mean, Moneyline rollover, that's that's a little bit concerning given that they're probably going to be, what, minus 400 against <laughs> whoever they play next week. I mean, you're, you're taking a big risk there instead of one bet at plus 330, but um, I can see your point. Yeah, I... Uh- We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder that one as well. But I'm definitely not. I don't I don't like the odds to take the Chiefs, like Ethan just said. Not enough value there. If I was gonna take someone, I would be taking the Bengals. Not going to do that as well. Pep, who are you taking? I'm actually gonna stay with the uh, stay with the Cincy train. Um, I do like Cincy yeah. at plus eight hundred. But if you told that, me that like, sucks, that sucks you, for oh, everyone else. I'd like to change my <laughs> answer. If you told me to throw a long dart on something that's um, ten to one, like odds and uh, more. I kind of like the Chargers at was a twenty six to one, just because if they get past the Chiefs, I think that they could, um, I think they could end up going to the Super Bowl. So that's my long dart. You went way over your four seconds, and the Chargers have zero fucking chance of winning the Super Bowl. So uh, Pep, as <laughs> hey, always, dude, I appreciate hey, your input. You want to make if you want to make the bet if the Chargers make it to the Super Bowl that you get a giant Chargers like lightning bolt on the back. Yeah, I will. I will literally get a lightning bolt anywhere you want, Pep. If the Chargers win the Super Bowl, absolutely no a giant, problem. A giant, e- a giant eagle riding a lightning bolt. Wait, that what is going to be so Eagles, trailer trash? What if the, Eagles and, the Eagles and the Chargers both make it. He has to. Does that mean he has to get attacked too? Either that means. Uh, I mean that we're not even going to go to where that means, but that means that this show is obviously canceled. Um, I, I want to move on quick. Pair, I want to go to you. Really, I, I have a couple questions for you. There's two teams to me that are worth taking a lottery shot at, and I want to get your take on it. What's going on with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson really quick? Coming in at 40 to 1? 40 he to 1? 
He doesn't want to play. So he, it, it, is, if, if Lamar Jackson is out, is that does Vegas know that as a fact? Is that why before the playoffs even began, they gave a 40-to-1 shot for this team? Or what's actually happening with Lamar Jackson? Yeah, he's, he's not going to play, and it's a personal decision guaranteed that he and his representation do not want anything to do with him playing on a bad knee in a playoffs that the Ravens probably don't have a chance to go anywhere in, even if he does, even if he was 100%. Now, he's probably going to get franchise tag next year, but still, like, why are you risking your career uh, on something like that? So I, I want no part of the Ravens. Now, what about a team that has 75 to 1 odds and a Super Bowl winning coach in <laughs> Pete Carroll going against his route is through some some weird like I don't trust Brock Purdy. I don't trust Brock Purdy at all and we'll get into that in a minute. I I, I don't think the Seahawks are actually going to beat the 49ers but I could see Brock Purdy having a nightmare Nathan Peterman performance out of nowhere at any time being that I went to Iowa State and had to watch this guy in bowl games and other uh conference games that were very important for a top-rated Iowa State team. Don't forget he blew their top 10 ranking as quickly as it could possibly have been blown when he was in Ames. I don't know how he's been doing what he's been doing, but pair 75 to one for the Seahawks. If they come out of that 49ers game, have a pretty decent shot of making a run with momentum. Come on, give me a chance. Let me throw a lottery ticket. Sure. Throw a lottery ticket. Like, I don't care what you do, but I'm not doing it. Super Bowl winning quarterback, <laughs> Geno Smith. <laughs> I will say, oh my fuck, God, are the towers going to fall if they win? <laughs> I'm not a fan of what Vegas did here with the Cowboys, though, because the Cowboys should be 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. And they're 13 to 1, so I can't even take a shot on it. Like, that's just pissing money down the drain uh, with this secondary, uh, no Terrence Steele. But let's. Let's get into some uh, some actual football games that are happening this weekend, Pear. It's going to be fun. Let's start out with the Minnesota crowd. Starting with you, Pear. Vikings, three-point favorite at home against a team that I, I think the Cowboys actually will beat or would beat if they played in the playoffs, the Giants. Daniel Jones just does not have it in him to beat any good team in the NFL. He can't keep up with the good offenses. But can Kirky Kirk keep it together enough to cover a three-point spread, what do you think, Pear? Kirk Cousins outside of that noon window. I mean, that's what you're getting. He's 21 and 32. But this ATS. game's still early in the day, isn't it? No, it's, it's in the uh, it's in the afternoon window. Yeah, it's not quite a primetime game for Kirky. It it doesn't matter. The guy outside of noon, he's terrible. Ethan can attest to this. And, and you've got Daniel Jones as a road underdog at 16 and five ATS in his career. The Vikings in their negative. Uh, margin this season are really gonna uh, take this this win down i my favorite underdog straight up of the week is the giants if you made me take one i'm taking the giants now does that does is that because daniel jones is 16 and 5 ats as a road underdog or is it because you're seeing that 50 50 on everything tickets and splits and you're realizing there's a little bit of value here for the money line or are we talking plus three no, I'm taking money line. If I'm if I'm playing it straight, I'm taking money line. I'm also taking the Giants on a teaser. I love them outside of a full possession. Like you, the Vikings in in a season where they do nothing but play close games, one possession games with a negative margin, are going to beat the Giants in a playoff game by more than a full possession. No chance. 
Ethan, how are you? How are you not going to tease this one up? Being, a, I know you're a Vikings fan, but you know better than anyone the Vikings don't win games by more than a touchdown. If you can get more than a touchdown here in a playoff game with the Giants, I, I, I have to assume that you're going to hedge your happiness and take the Giants here. A thousand percent teasing the Giants up. You can six and a half gets you to nine and a half. If you have a bunch of legs and do a seven teaser, you get to ten. Doesn't matter. Daniel Jones had over three hundred yards and. 68% completion percentage against the Vikings that required a 61-yard field goal to win it three weeks ago. Giants historically are a team. If you play someone towards the end of the year, they probably have your number in the playoffs, Tom Brady. And so I don't think there's any reason to feel that taking the Vikings at minus three, you can be in any way, shape, or form confident. So just tease them up. Or if you're going to bet the game, the Giants money line is the better value because if the Vikings win, it, it probably is a three point game and you're pushing anyway. So definitely tease the Giants up and or uh, hit the, the Giants money line if you want to parlay action. Now, the coolest part about today's show is we have somebody on the show that 70% of the time can tell us right away if we're right or wrong instantly. Pep, you have four seconds to tell us. Do you agree with the Vikings pick or do you are you taking the Giants? <laughs> Everyone's sweating your pick here. What are you doing? I'm actually staying away from this game completely. But if you told me that I was if you told me to pick something. No, 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 no. That's not how this works, Pep. I, I, I like the under. Okay. All right. So this, <laughs> this game's going to be a shootout and uh, we don't but know who's going to win. We'll keep it that way. Be, but. Don't be surprised if I lay the Vikings minus 700 when they go up two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I will not be surprised when I see that. Now, <laughs> Speaking of one of our favorite teams, the next game is another very interesting game. I think this game was flexed to Monday, Monday night. It should be a lot of fun for somebody. Now I got a text from a buddy, um, a buddy in Florida uh, young Jackie, he told me he's going to basically hammer the Bucks, which I laughed at, but then I remembered I'm a Cowboy fan, and the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady in his career, first of all. Second of all, the Bucks have been trash all season, and the Cowboys got absolutely destroyed by them week one. Third of all, I was in Australia, and I, I, I tried to ignore this game, and when I saw the score, I was just hoping the, the whole stat line said Cooper Rush, but the Cowboys just got smacked by the Commanders. <laughs> with pretty much all of their players playing. Uh, Jerry Jones is still the general manager of this team. Mike McCarthy has not lost any weight and is just the worst <laughs> fucking coach in the NFL. I am actually not going to do anything on this game unresponsibly, but I'm still taking the Cowboys because we are them boys. Ethan, starting with you, are you rolling with the Cowboys minus two and a half? Or are you... Staying away, or are you taking Tom Brady just because you know he's going to obviously win this game, dude? Let's be honest. Like, I, no way I've the Cowboys waiting. win this game. It's the worst. I've been waiting all season to bet against the Bucks in the playoffs. Just hammer whoever was playing them. And of Besides course, the, the Cowboys one, or the Vikings, right? <laughs> team that I won't bet Dude, dude, it, the, the Cowboys and the Vikings are the only team that lose to Tom Brady in the playoffs, I promise you. <laughs> No, no, Tom would have gotten butt fucked by the Niners. It would have been a, a madness. No, so, I said, unfortunately, I said Vikings. what? I said Vikings. I, I, out of all the teams that are in the playoffs, the only two that I don't have confidence yeah, to that beat would lose. Yes, Tom Brady yeah, yeah, are the yeah, Vikings yeah, yeah. and the, the Cowboys. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Giants would have beat them too. Uh, so it's a, it's a real bummer. I I love. 
if you take all that aside, the Cowboys should win this game. They have exactly what gives Tom Brady difficulty in a pass rush. The only thing that really disrupts them. But the way Do they though? The way somehow, the, the way the pass rush has been playing for the last month, Micah Parsons has been almost non existent. Didn't make the all pro team. Do the Cowboys have a pass rush right now? Uh, apparently not. And they also don't have a secondary and Mike Evans apparently can play football again. So yeah, why not just take the three and a half, I guess, and nibble a little bit on that hook, but no part of me wants anything to do with uh, the cow with the Buccaneers to actually win the game outright. So I would take the three and a half or uh, tease them up to 10, but uh, it's, uh, Un- unbettable to me. And, and Pear was about to say something very important because Tom Brady negates the pass rush. It's why the Cowboys had such a problem with him week one. So even if you do put pressure on him, he gets the ball out of his hands the fastest in the NFL. He's un- unreal. I haven't seen anyone do it better since Tony Romo. So that's that's pretty impressive stuff right there. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty, hey, look up Romo's uh, release time, dude. He had one of the fastest, quickest releases in the com- game. You just compared on the same level. The Tony GOAT to Romo Tom Brady? Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Pair, <laughs> who, are you, who are you taking in this game, Pair? Cowboys minus two and a half. I also want to point out, Pair, a total coming in at 45 and a half for two teams that very easily can go non-existent on offense in the playoffs, but very easily could have two of the worst defenses in the NFL. What do you think? Yeah, I think the total's too high. Uh, I think the Buccaneers team total is too high at like 22. They're 14 and three to their to the under on their team total on the season. Uh, and the uh, the night games recently since the start of December, 16 and two to the under. 16 and two since the start of December in night games. Uh, I, I like the under in the game. I like the under in the Bucks team total. I'm going to tease the Buccaneers up. Uh, here's a nice statistic for you. Uh, the Buccaneers have taken money in this game. That moved the line from plus three to plus two and a half. Teams with uh, that are underdogs with a line move in their favor the past 20 years are 51 and 12 on a six-point teaser. Wow. That is yeah. ridiculous success. Get the Buccaneers up to plus eight and a half. That uh, covers the full possession, just like with the Giants. I love that. And guys, I know I'm a Cowboys fan, but I, I, I'm here to tell the truth, give you guys the facts. Every team in the NFL, all the players, all the fan bases, they've been preaching all season about getting rid of turf and switching to grass. I am a fan of the only team in the NFL that has fans dumb enough to complain about having to play games on grass because the Cowboys somehow are the worst team in the, in the NFL this year on grass fields. I don't know if that's a real concern to you, Pear. It is to me. They're, uh, even, uh, they're one four straight up and ATS on grass fields this season. And on top of that, Dak is somehow, is, is he 0-4 at this point in his career ATS? Is that right? In the playoffs? In the yeah. playoffs? Yeah, that's uh, that's horrifying. Um, I, it's starting to sound a little Tony Romo ish. God bless your soul, Tony. I love you. Um, Pear, we'll move on to uh Peppy, to the Bills. Uh, Peppy, what do you got? No, Don't God damn it, Pep. <laughs> I I was gonna say I think this is I think Pear um said it perfectly, but I think this is a good triangle game where you could just tease <laughs> the Bucks and the Cowboys, and then also do the under seven point tease. I think that's I think that's in play as well because I think both teams will keep it close. I think it's going to be hard for a team to get past that uh, um, one possession uh, victory over a touchdown. 
Yeah, well, if the Cowboys uh, go uh, power outage, no, uh, they just lost to the, the Commanders by 20, so nothing's impossible. Now, Dolphins at Bills. This game's being played in Buffalo. The Bills are a 13-point favorite. 43.5 is the total. Bills obviously still fired up with the DeMar Hamlin situation. Pair, this is your team, so I'm not even going to talk anymore. What are you doing? Uh, I think 13 is too high. Uh, can the Bills beat the Dolphins by two touchdowns? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but I'm not laying 13 in this situation. Given what I saw out of the Bills' defense uh, last week, they got torched by Mac Jones and a horrible offense. Uh, they got run through by Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Uh, this defense is in trouble. That is the reason why uh, I do not like them going to the Super Bowl this year. Uh as sad as the DeMar Hamlin situation is, it's unfortunately a microcosm of the secondary and defensive inju- injuries that they keep having. Um, I, I'm going to look to the player prop market in this one. Uh, I like Gabe Davis. He tends to torch uh, the Dolphins uh, plus 160 on an anytime touchdown uh, and over 48 and a half yards. Those would be the only things I want to play in this game because it's just too big of a number. Total's kind of weird. Uh, Skylar Thompson is obviously an unknown wild card. Ethan, do you have uh, anything you want to add to here? Ethan, Ethan, I got to tell you right away, double-digit underdogs before you get excited about this, 3-11 since 2011 in the playoffs. That's horrifying. I think I'm going to take the Bills minus 13. What are you doing? Yeah, no part of me wants the Dolphins at all. Don't trust Thompson, whoever the hell this guy is. Although he did get that excellent cover in whatever it was, week 18, that touchdown. Uh, So there's a little bit of undue confidence that I have in him. And so for me, it's more about teasing uh, the Bills. The Bills, it felt like after they were invincible at the start of the season that they're not a team you want to take when they're double-digit favorites. But the Dolphins, as much as their skill players are talented, I don't think are a real team without Tua defense very susceptible uh, to a Bills team that's going to want to go out and win at home following what the emotional roller coaster their team has still been on and so to me you got to roll with the Bills and uh, Gaby Davis Pep Dolphins or Bills under okay we dodged a bullet again we dodged but he didn't he didn't poison either of the well, teams. I did want to. I did want to ask you guys a question though. God Tua, damn it, Pep! If Tua plays, what do you think the spread He's is? He's not playing. But if he plays, what do you say? Eight. It was seven six. and a half. It'd, it'd be six. Yeah, and I'd still be taking the Bills. Tua sucks. Uh, Bengals minus seven and a half at home against the Ravens. Perry, you told us a, a moment ago that Lamar Jackson is not going to play in this game. That that tells me that this game's going to be thirty-five to ten. Baltimore. I am, or uh, Cincinnati, excuse me. I'm glad I heard that now and not when I'm listening to this episode and 24 hours and punching myself in the face, asking why didn't Pear correct me. Bengals minus seven and a half. This is a pick I'm all over. No, minus 10. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was looking at the, the notes that you sent me. Uh, wow, this, this number's running quickly. Uh, I'm going to tease this down to any number that I can. This is my top tease candidate of the weekend. Um, I also think 41 and a half seems low barring bad weather only because I think the Bengals offense is going to put up a, a, a big number in this game, a, a number, maybe 30 plus pair. Very interested to hear what you think about this game. I'm also going to roll with the bang Bengals minus uh, minus 10. You're saying now I'm not going to go over a touchdown and a field goal, obviously, 
Um, this number's r- been running for the last 24 hours in an insane way. Why is that happening? What's going on here, Pear? What are we doing? We're not even sure if uh, Tyler Huntley is going to play. He's throwing, apparently, whatever that means. Uh, but we don't know if he's going to play. So then you might get Anthony Brown again. Uh, so that's just a redo of last week. Uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to look at QBs with no playoff experience, which would be either Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown against a quarterback with playoff experience in Joe Burrow. They go 14-35-1 against the spread since 2000. That is not good. Uh, like we talked about in the uh, Bills game, playoff underdogs of more than or of double digits do not do well in the wild card round. They are one in seven ATS the past 20 years. So I think you got to lay it with the Bengals here. Trust them to smash the division rival in a, uh, in a spot where they are still a little pissed off about uh, what the NFL did to them. Ethan, you're rolling with the Bengals as well here. I am rolling with the Bengals. I know the, you know, it's obviously not, I, I just think their offense has been far too fluid and looked has looked excellent. Even that game against the Bills, it got cut short. They already had a 10-point lead. Even though the Ravens' defense has been way better after the Roquan Smith trade and he was paid accordingly, it's still not when you don't have hope, I guess, yeah, for your what a, offense. What a, what a do... waste of of moves and a great season. Everything that they had going from what and remember at the beginning of the season, the losses they had that they should have won. This Baltimore team was really good. It's, it's it's such a waste of a season for them. Yeah, that's the that's the risk of having Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, a guy that can and does get hurt. So down the drain, but still worth the fourth round pick for Roquan Smith. So to me, he's it shouldn't be as much of a difference maker that they're not able to cover this spread at home, a team coming off of a Super Bowl and has no reason the way they've been playing to think that they're not going to take a divisional opponent down when it's yeah, going to yeah. be a third string, no experience QB. Yeah, and absolutely. To, to Ethan's point, uh, Roquan Smith has made a huge difference to this run defense, which was all it's already seventh. Uh, in DVOA uh, against the run on the season. That's even better than, or it's better since Roquan Smith was added. I like Joe Mixon to go under his rushing prop. You can find that anywhere between like 54 and 60, uh, depending on where you shop. So uh, Joe Mixon has not eclipsed this these totals very often, and that Ravens run defense is really strong. Now, Pep, the, the Bengals might be the only team in the NFL that you know more than three players on. So I'm going to ask you really <laughs> quick, being that you're a big Joe Burrow guy, are you are you going to lay the number here? Uh, even if it even if it does steam up even more than ten, like, what are you going to do here? So I was actually thinking of a different play. I was thinking taking the Bengals team total at twenty four and a half. I do think that they come out a- playing angry and have that fire in the offense. So I'm gonna that's where I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I, I think they got to chill with the narrative of being angry. Um, I don't. I, what, what the fuck was the NFL supposed to do in that situation? Like, give me a break. This whole Bengals being angry thing is actually pretty annoying to me. Like, shut the fuck up. There's way bigger like things that have happened to teams in situations that have actually screwed up their home field advantage or something. You still would have had to make it through a game against the Bills. And like, whatever. I, I don't even want to get into that. I get what you're saying, though, Pep. The Bengals have been very annoying. And Skip Bayless got canceled. Are you kidding me? Skippy, I got your back. You didn't deserve that. 
your your tweet wasn't that bad. I got I get where you were coming from. You're still a fucking idiot. You probably shouldn't have said it. But <laughs> Skippy, it, it took what a week for people to to get over what you said or to hate you. Get over it and then listen to the Bengals actually complain about losing whatever their inevitable home field event, whatever they they think was going to happen in that Bills game. I'm kind of tired of hearing that. Um, that's that's the social side of the playoffs that I don't really like to hear about. But hey, let's. Let's move on. I saw Pete Carroll almost run over Geno Smith on a scooter yesterday in a, a video on Twitter. Pete Carroll's moving well for 70 <laughs> years old. He's got his boys jazzed up. Seahawks might be my favorite team in the NFL. Uh, even though I'm a Cowboys fan, I, I'm pretty annoyed with the Cowboys right now. I'm expecting the Seahawks to get booted in the first round. But look, guys, I, I'm throwing a flyer on the Seahawks money line because it's hilarious and I love Pete Carroll. I want to see him chomp gum with that clock hitting zero with a big smile on his face and everyone saying, who saw this coming? I want to hear Jim Nance or whoever's announcing that game. Praise Pete Carroll. Ten points. I'm taking the Seahawks against the spread as well. I'm teasing the Seahawks up. And I'm taking the over at 42 and a half. I know the 49ers defense is unbelievable. But, hey, it's it, it, it's a little bit of a hedge to – can Brock Purdy score points? Because if he does, I, I trust Gino to put up at least, you know, 17, something like that. Pair, I know you're uh, you're thinking, what an idiot. But what are you doing on this game? Are you also rolling with the Seahawks plus 10? Or are you taking the 49ers because they've been a freight train for the last three months? Uh, Big Cock Brock is due for regression, regression. at some point. It's probably not against uh, the Seahawks defense that is not good. And he already cooked them a couple of weeks ago uh, up in Seattle in a poor weather game. So what is he going to do at home? Uh, I I think he's going to torch him again. What's Debo Samuel's status? Uh, Obviously, he's uh, dealing with a knee injury that will probably keep him from making an impact the whole playoffs. Well, he looked good last week. I, I I was in Australia. That's why I was. That's why I'm asking well, you. I saw I, stupid questions. Like I thought, I thought you were going <laughs> to you were going to watch the games. In the, on the, I I, 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 I saw that Debo course. Samuel played uh, a third of the snaps in a football game. I, I th- that doesn't tell me that he's going to have a huge impact. I did watch the game, bitch. The 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 49ers are going to roll. I'll I'll just say yeah. that it, it might be kind of close at halftime because. For some reason, the last two weeks, the uh, the 49ers backup, have started off slow. The backup quarterbacks for supposedly bad offenses have scored a lot of points against them in the in the early part of the game. But once that defense clamps down, particularly in the second half, they just pull away, and it's it's not close. So, so, so you you watched Debo Samuel last week. You're not concerned with him. You don't think that he's going to be on a, a giant snap count because all I'm reading right now is. They're going to try to use him as as little as possible to get through this first round matchup. Good. And that, that's, yeah, that, that's smart. But that to me is a little scary when you have a quarterback like Brock Purdy that's going to be looking for short, quick passes. I know they still have a lot of other options, but you're not oh, yeah, 1% it'd be, nervous. It'd be terrible if they unleashed Christian McCaffrey all game against the 25th run defense by DVOA. Like, what's the. I, the dude, I, 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 I know the, 40, the 49ers are the best team in the NFL outside of Brock Purdy. I'm simply talking Brock Purdy. You you have enough confidence in Brock Purdy to not have a meltdown to put your wallet on this game in a big way. Yes, he, he will not have a meltdown until he has to face 
Eagles fans in Philadelphia in the <laughs> NFC Championship. Like that, that is a situation where his brain might melt. Yeah, that's going to be really funny. At home against, you, know, you thought Oklahoma wild, was bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, up at home against a, a bad wild card team that just snuck in. I, I think they can get it done. Kyle Shanahan is five and one ATS in the playoffs in his career. He gets shit done in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, he's then... he's been forcing the ball to uh, to George Kittle probably a little too much, but I love George Kittle as an anytime touchdown at plus one fifty. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the Niners are going to roll. If Nick Foles taught us nothing, it's that when a backup quarterback with a huge cock comes in, you don't <laughs> bet on the mean to re- the regression to the mean. You just roll with it. The guy's six and zero, averaging over thirty points a game. Why in the hell would I trust Geno Smith to not turn into a pumpkin? I'm rolling with the Niners. Now the Chargers all season are uh, Chargers are another team with a quarterback situation, a young quarterback, but Justin Herbert is amazing. I've I've loved watching Justin Herbert every time every time I've seen him on primetime every time I've seen just the way he releases the ball Ethan how fun is it just to watch him zing it around even if they're losing it's it's impossible to blame him in a game even when they're down 24 to 6 because you just know his head coach is an idiot the team's not that good but they're going against a Jaguars team that also is not that proven uh Ethan we watched Trevor Lawrence get very lucky to make the playoffs because of a, what it was a pick 6 right yeah, or a fumble? The, the fumble six because they played again, basically like a third string quarterback, Josh Dobbs, whatever the hell his name is. This this Jaguars team also yeah, has a Josh slipper Dobbs. up their ass, uh, performed better at the end of the year. And, and the Chargers, they just have too much talent. And you're talking a two and a half point game. I'm going with the quarterback that is better. And that doesn't, is you know, you know we, we, like whether my, you like it or not in the NBA right now, the, we're doing the whole play in game. Doesn't this kind of feel like a play in game? Like I mean, between, yeah, because the Jaguars are such a horrible division winner, and they're playing. It's, it's you know, just they don't feel a, like a wild card game. So they don't have Tom Brady. Like the you know the Bucks suck too, but they have Tom Brady, so it feels first, a little different. First playoff games for both these quarterbacks, second and third years in the league. So yeah, it feels a little bit like that. And with Mike Williams expected to play, despite his coach being the dumbest motherfucker on earth, why he was playing those guys only uh, whatever fake god he prays to will know. Uh, I think that the Chargers have enough. No God slander on the show. Pair, uh, I have to keep you from slandering every everybody. The Chargers, like I said, are a two point favorite. Are you rolling with the better quarterback in this situation, or have you seen enough from uh, Christian Lawrence to make you uh, Trevor Lawrence? I just said <laughs> Christian Lawrence because of our friend uh, Trevor Lawrence to actually think that he has a chance to win this game because home field advantage Duval is a, a serious thing, and Jacksonville is going to be rocking for this game. Yeah, no Godslanders. Let's uh, throw it over to the liberal atheist cuck. <laughs> I, I like I like the uh, I like the Chargers team total over twenty four here. Um, whether or not Mike Williams plays, there are people who think that his back injury is very significant. Uh, congratulations, Brandon Staley. But, Dude, he's so dumb. I just don't get it. They have yeah, to this, move on from him. They can't waste another year at Herbert. This game might be uh, on a play-to-play basis. You might say, holy shit, that was amazing, and holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Just based on the quality of the Jaguars, which they're still the Jaguars, and the quality of Brandon Staley's brain. So 
I, I do like the Chargers team total over, though, like I said, just because the Jaguars defense is atrocious, especially against the pass, rated 30th in DVOA against the pass. So the Chargers torched a yeah, very pair, good pair. Denver secondary last week. What what happened when these two teams played earlier in the season? And how often do you see a, a, a team that is on the road in the first round of the playoffs actually be a favorite when both starting quarterbacks are in the lineup? I mean, they the Jaguars beat them 38 to 10. That was <laughs> one of the stranger results of a strange NFL season. Um, and teams that lost to their playoff opponent by 20 plus in the previous meeting are just four and 10 ATS since 2016. Um, so there's some history against the in, against the Chargers in that in that sense. That's why I'm going to stay away from the side in this one. I, I don't trust either team to do anything intelligent uh, on a <laughs> full game basis. So I'm going to expect the Jaguars bad pass defense to continue to get torched. And I'm just going to roll with the Chargers team total. Pep put three seconds on the clock. Are you going to poison the Chargers uh, like, we, uh, like we've talked about? You've said you've hit some team totals here already. What are you doing here? Um, I'm going to probably just take the over in this game. Pep, you are you're feeling totally today. Uh, a lot of totals for you, Pep. Let's stick with you really quick before we get into our, the rest of our top plays uh, for the weekend. What is your top spread pick for the weekend, Pep? Uh, top spread pick of the week is probably going to be the Dolphins plus thirteen. I just yeah, think that number is too high. Yeah, you can have that one, Dolphins. Uh, thank you very much, Pep. As I said, I am on the Bills. Love where that one's going. Uh, let's let's go to you, Ethan. Being a Vikings fan, does that crack your top? You know, one of your top picks of the week as a spread pick. Are you staying away from that? What's your top spread pick of the weekend, and what else are you doing? It's not a game I'll bet on, but if I was not a Vikings fan, I would take the three points with the Giants. Uh, but for me, it is a charger. I just want to hammer the Chargers just at the two and a half and then parlay them with the Niners at nine and a half and uh, take your pick of Bengals nine and a half or the Bucks. Now, Dylan says he's undefeated at home games for Jacksonville. When he goes, he went last week. He's planning on going again. Well, I, I'm assuming Dylan's I'm gonna max top pick, on everyone's account. I know then Dylan's <laughs> top pick of the weekend um, without being here is the Jacksonville Jaguars money line. I can't wait to see that game. It, 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 although it's the two shittiest teams uh, left in the playoffs for a matchup, it, it, besides uh, you know our own favorite teams that have no chance of doing anything as always, um, it is interesting to see that this game is probably going to be the most competitive. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Pair, let's get into it. Top picks of the week. Pep, what the fuck do you have to say? I was just going to mention that there's a stat that on Saturday games that Trevor Lawrence is undefeated. Is that like... Is that true? Not important at all. Yeah, Pep, he he's won, like nineteen last week. No, like, was, <laughs> yeah. like, no, like in his like hot, like high school. No, it counts college because he's fucking gives no, a fuck. They, he's coached by that. Psychopath. All of these guys were the best player in their fucking jurisdiction in high school and college. I don't give a fuck, Pep. God damn it! You ever wave your hand at me again when I'm about to give the tiny Paris topic? <laughs> Tell me some fucking nonsense like that again. See what happens, Pep. You know what help with that? If you lick my butthole. <laughs> I hate Pep so much. Pear, give us your top picks of the weekend. 
Well, I got six games on Sunday that I'm releasing absolutely free. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's, children on these six games absolutely free. Oh, I believe, I believe. Uh, I like uh, Pep's on the other side of this one. It's not because of that, but I like the Giants-Vikings over 48.5. Those are the two worst defenses in the playoffs. Uh, I like the Buccaneers team total under 22. I like Gabe Davis anytime touchdown plus 160. I like George Kittle anytime touchdown plus 150. The 49ers Seahawks first half over 20.5 and and the Chargers team total over 24. Now, I'm probably going to regret this, but I'm throwing the Jags into my top picks. I just think the Jags at home, it's a home field advantage. It should be a lot of fun. It should be a fun game. I'm also going to roll with the Bengals. I'm seeing that number actually just move from 10 to 9.5, so maybe getting a little bit of a correction here. I'm going to take the Bengals minus 9.5. I think the Bengals are great value. And I'm taking Gum Chomper Pete Carroll on every tease with the Bengals that I possibly can. This is my top bet of the weekend. I'm taking the I'm, I'm teasing the Seahawks six seven points whatever you want with the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't really want to touch too many other games in a big way. I I, I am going to touch the Bills on a tease as well. I'll tease the, the the Bills with one of these two teams I just talked about as well. And because I'm a Cowboys fan and the and, and the Bucks are that bad of a football team, I will play the Cowboys. But wow, like. I know that that game's going to end up in heartbreak for, for Dallas. So I don't recommend doing that. If you're not a Dallas Cowboys fan, just please save yourself the misery. Much like if you're not a Vikings fan, Viking fans out there, if you take the Vikings, they're going to lose. If you don't take the Vikings, they're going to win. So what's more important to you, a first round playoff win or uh, losing a little bit of money? Don't touch the game. If you're a Cowboys or a Vikings fan, that's my advice there. It's, it's as simple as that. Ethan, we had a great time in Australia. I'm sure you don't have anything uh, actually of value to give here, but where can we find you? Uh, you, you can find me uh, walking the the bar, the, the Tuesday and Thursday night bars, doing salsa dancing in Sydney just to make fun of Mario, you <laughs> Bosnian cunt. <laughs> That's the first C-bomb we've had on the show. Um, this is not Australia anymore, Ethan. Ethan did get punched and assault. He got assaulted. Well, it depends where you where you <laughs> I live. Just, I just want to let everyone know really quick. Ethan was ordering a drink in Sydney, Australia. Now it's been long enough to laugh about it, but it was a very shitty situation. I got attacked by a dog on Christmas, and uh, and I have to have hand <laughs> surgery early next week to to address it. Unfortunately, the dog bit through a tendon. It was gross. Uh, I, I I nearly fainted. I thought it was uh you know I thought I was cursed. But the next night, I'm sitting at a bar table, uh, or I'm sitting at a table outside at this, you know, it, it's called Coogee Bay Hotel Pair. Uh, this place is, uh, it's it's filled with a tourists and young girl, like a very attractive people everywhere. And uh, I get a call, uh, we get a call that Ethan just got assaulted. I walk into the bar, I, I see a trail of blood, and Ethan is poached over a urinal, bleeding like crazy until the cops get there. Had to spend two separate days in the hospital because of our two situations. Ethan's face was completely blown up. I Point of this whole story is America is the safest country on earth. I don't care what anybody says. Ethan has never been assaulted in his 29 years of life in America. It took two days in Australia for that to change. 
Pear, where can we find you? Yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure Dylan would have some commentary on why that's the case. Uh, <laughs> Dude, everybody in Australia had, just looking at his face, there was so many different, like, guesses to what happened. Like, oh, Ethan was obviously talking to the guy's girlfriend. Like, Ethan was doing something to do with the girl. Everything had a girl in it, except for one. And it was hate crime from Arab-looking male to Dolph Lundgren-looking male. And that's that's the one I'm rolling with as a, as a guy that's not, you know, white and has to see Ethan every single day. I'm going with hate crime because I wish I could punch through his face as well. Yeah, somebody in Australia Googled Heidorn Nazi. and uh, Yeah, like they, they found, found it. They found it. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at that's classified, um, <laughs> like all the stuff at Joe's house apparently. Pretty Joe suspicious. Biden, Joe Biden certain Joe Biden certain to win back some Republican votes somehow. It's getting interesting. Yeah. Pep, give us your actual Twitter. Or I'm gonna kill you. You can find me at the real Taddy Nick with the picture of the Chargers logo on it. <laughs> I hate you so much. Chargers lightning bolt zapping an eagle. As I I mentioned uh, before the show or at the beginning of the show, I will be on sports grid tonight. Uh, You probably won't get a chance to hear this before then, but Hey, check it out. Shout out to dubs for, uh, for bringing us back. Shout out to Joe Ranieri. Pairs a pairs, a huge fan of Joe. That's uh, the funniest thing in the world. The, the connection that I had to this all, it all started because pair knew who these people were and I didn't pair shout out to you for that. It's, it's honestly a great thing right now. Um, we're trying to, we're trying to do as much as we can, obviously on zone coverage, they put up a logo that I do not condone. It makes me look like someone I am not. It also makes me look like I'm 45 years old, <laughs> but we do have art on zone coverage. Now we're moving in the right direction. So you can find us on zone coverage at tiny Nick's gambling picks. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere else you can find podcasts. Obviously, you're listening already. You can find us on Twitter at the real tiny Nick, and you can find us on Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. We'll be back next week with one of the most fun shows of the uh, of the season because there's less games to talk about. We'll have a full crew, and we'll have a better idea of who actually has a chance of making a push here for the Super Bowl. It's going to be the Chiefs or the Bengals, though. Mark my words. Fuck the Eagles. No Eagles. No. We them boys. See you next week.